Hey, everybody, it's Tommy Canale, and welcome back to Before the Lights podcast, the show that tells you how they made their mark. He's been in the restaurant business for over 40 years, a food lover and third generation chef from New Jersey, the founder of Olivio and Adesia Oil Company. Please welcome to the show, Joe Calgano. Joe, welcome to the show. Hey, Tommy, thank you for having me. You are welcome. Before we get into the products, I want to kind of bring my listeners up a little bit about your background. As a little boy, your grandmother introduced you to fresh Italian food in Bensonhurst, Brooklyn. What type of places did your grandmother take you to that you can recall? Uh, well, back then, like when they, when they, my, my family's been in the restaurant business my whole life. When they came from Italy, my grandparents, my father, uh, they were in the restaurant business. But the real, the real like passion came like at a holiday. When there was a holiday, uh, we just didn't go to the store and buy everything. My grandmother would do most of the shopping. And my, she would go to the, to the chicken market to get the chicken. She would go to the pork store to get the pork. She would go to one bakery to get the bread and then a pastry store to get the pastry and a, a, and a pasta place to get the raviolis and just down the line. And I used to say as a kid, I didn't understand that. I would say, why don't we just go to the grocery store and get everything in one shot <laughs> instead of driving all over Brooklyn? And she would say, God forbid, no, 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 no. You can't do that. You can't do that. And it was kind of like, my family was kind of like a sport, like, like, a, like a passion, like who could put the best stuff out. It was like, just like, I really couldn't appreciate it when I was younger. And then as I got older and that now, you know, you, I end up do appreciate it. I find myself driving so far cause this guy makes a great hot dog. And I find myself <laughs> driving so far, but this guy has the best pizza and a steak, Philly steak sandwich. You know, you'd be surprised at stuff you do. Like once you get like, you know, you get a little bit of a sophisticated palate. Was your family like what I remember growing up as we had traditional family Sunday dinners? Did you guys have them as well? Yes, we still do it as of today. My kids love, you know, Sunday dinner at my house. My wife, you know, comes from the same background as I do. Uh, and we, we, every Sunday, it's like a big thing, you know? I wish my family still did it. We keep talking about it, but we don't do it. We just <laughs> reminisce about the old times. But Sunday dinners, we, I miss them. Simpler times. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we, we. We love Sunday dinners. You know, you wake up in the morning and the smell of sauce throughout the house. And when I was a kid, we'd go out on Saturday night and Sunday morning, we're all hung over. And you, you, you just go downstairs, grab a loaf of bread and start hitting the pot and sauce. And my mother would start screaming at me. You can leave some for later. And as she's frying the meatballs, we're eating them faster she, before she can put them in the sauce kind of thing. Did you grow tomatoes and peppers and can them as well? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, we had that. My, my backyard was like uh, like a farmer's market. <laughs> you know, we grew everything. Uh, and then before we get into Bolivio, Capizzi in Staten Island, a pizza place with wood-fired ovens, wine, spot on Ninth Avenue. It's a major hit in the New York City scene. Right. Huge portion sizes, fresh pasta and desserts made in-house. I got to ask, though, what is in the Sicilian mac and cheese? Because as soon as I read that, I stopped reading. That was on a Staten Island location, which I end up actually selling that. During COVID, we shut down. I never reopened. I owned the building. I sold it to another restaurant because I'm really focusing on the oil now. And I got the small place in the city. But the Sicilian mac and cheese is just the uh, fusilli. And then we, we, we put in there a little telagio. And we, we, we put a burrata in the middle of it. So in the center of it, it was like in a crock pot. In the center of it, we put a burrata and then some Talasio cheese and all different kinds of Italian cheeses, uh, like, like a guacho formaggio. And then we sprinkle some breadcrumbs on it and toast it in the oven. And it, really insane, you know? Your name is a small town in Sicily. 
tell me more about this olive mill in Italy that you're familiar with that your family had. Well, in Cap- Capizzi is a is a, a, a province of Messina uh, in Italy, and it's and, and and I never even knew Capizzi. My parents, my grandparents, and parents said we come my we come from Enna. Uh, my father came from Enna, and my mother my mother came from Messina. But realizing as as I got older and I, I seen the postcards, it would say Capizzi, and I said, "What's Capizzi?" And they said, "Well, it's like like we're from Brooklyn and we're from Bensonhurst, so we always tell people Brooklyn." So Capizzi is like a small, like neighborhood or town, a paese in in Sicily. And uh, so when I was a kid growing up, my my grandparents did everything from scratch, like and my mother too, like we would like you know dehydrate our own peppers, hot peppers. We'd grow them in the backyard and hang them in the boiler room. And and when they were dried out and turned around, we crushed them and that was our hot peppers. We we grew eggplant all year and we jarred it. We made like a jardinier with it and stuff like that. And tomatoes, the same thing. They never bought anything. And when they had a pizzeria, back then, they had a pizzeria that was just uh, pizza and soda. That was it. Yeah. Uh, so I had a bunch of restaurants like the one on Staten Island that were full service restaurants. And then I, I got an opportunity to get this little place in Manhattan in Hell's Kitchen. And my grandmother had passed away and I had all of this stuff in her house. And I said, you know what? I, I can't throw it away. And my wife didn't want it in our house. It, you know, it just didn't fit, you know? <laughs> you know, and my grandmother had stuff from, you know, even my wedding, my cousin's wedding. She has, you know, the stories from my wedding that I got married, you know, 40 years ago. So I built this little place in the city. It's just like, a, like just to put all my grandmother's stuff. And I said, I'm going to open just a wood burning pizzeria, old school, just the way my grandparents did it at home. Everything is fresh. Everything is homemade. We're going to buy nothing. We're just going to have pizza or a couple salads and desserts. And it really took off. We got movie stars going in there. We got, it was on TV. It just really took off. And then I ended up converting my Staten Island restaurant, which was a, into a capizzi too. And that, and that's how it all started. But how I got into the olive oil business, uh, years ago when I had the pizzeria, extra virgin olive oil is, 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 is like the Holy grail of oils. Mm-hmm. It's the only oil that, it, that and, uh, avocado oil is only fruit based oils. It's a fruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, all other oils are seed oils. Uh, they all derive from a seed and it's a lot of high refining and stuff like that. But it has some it has some faults because it, it has a what's called a low smoke point. It burns very, very, very easily. And although it's very healthy for you, if you have it in its raw form, if you burn it in a low smoke point, that that becomes unhealthy. It's carcinogenic when you burn oil. And in a pizzeria where you have a low price point, when you're in a casual dining uh, operation, you're not a big fancy place in Manhattan where you're getting crazy numbers, you really can't use 100% extra virgin olive oil. Because you just you lose money if somebody wants a little you know uh, a pizza and you want to put olive oil on it you're gonna you're gonna get killed with garlic knots if you put olive oil you sell three for a dollar how could you possibly buy real extra virgin olive oil so you're left with two basic options you're left with uh, losing money with extra virgin olive oil or buying like soybean oil cheap stuff and then there's the thing called this counterfeited oil and extra virgin olive oil is the number one counterfeited food in the world. People make more money cutting extra virgin olive oil than they do selling cocaine. Wow. It's just, it's, if you look at it, it's just a big problem. And when they do that, 
you're actually committing a crime and they they have to make a lot of money. So you got all these guys, they call it midnight oil. They're, they're making this oil in garages and stuff. And what they're doing is they're putting harmful chemicals in it. Uh, Lampanta, which is not fit for human consumption. They use all kinds of seed oils and then they color it green. And they use a thing called chlorophyll, which chlorophyll is actually healthy and natural for you in its natural state. The problem is it's not oil soluble. To make it oil soluble, they, they add heavy metals. And it's arsenic, 1% arsenic. And it's great for coloring paint, but it's terrible <laughs> to put in your body. But so there's a big thing of scam oil where they get this green oil and stuff. So I started, I, I said, I got to come to a happy meeting. So I started playing around blending oils and stuff like that. And on my trips to Italy all the time, buying tomatoes and stuff, I went to the oil mills and stuff like that. And I really educated myself on, I actually took a class on, uh, uh, to be an olive oil salmon. Yeah, I did all of that stuff. Uh, so I, re- so I started making a, an oil and I made this oil where it was a blend. It's mostly extra virgin olive oil. And I made it to be in, in the beginning, I made it just to be price competitive Okay. Uh, so I can make some money and still give my, my customers a healthy product. But in development, and I found out that not only did it save me money, it actually outperforms extra virgin olive oil in many ways because it, it has a higher smoke point. When you're roasting vegetables in a wood-burning oven, the extra virgin olive oil is just so hard to control. You really need super skilled labor. It's very difficult to get to get that. So when I'm roasting my vegetables, because we roast everything, we roast everything from uh, portobello mushrooms, asparagus, we roast uh, sausage, peppers, onions, Vidalia onions. We roast them all in the brick oven with just some sea salt, pepper, and, and, and oil. And if I put soybean oil or canola, it's just like putting grease on it, no flavor profile, nothing. And if I, So I made this oil, and I didn't really have a name for it. And then I would put it on the table. And I tell people, try it, try it. And nobody could believe that it wasn't 100% extra virgin olive oil because it looks like it, it smells like it, it tastes like it. So that's where we got the name Believo. You believe it's extra virgin oil because EVO is extra virgin oil. So believe it. So if I didn't tell you about it and you tasted it, it's it tastes like extra virgin olive oil. So Little by little, I started selling to my friends in other restaurants that I have all my, 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 my other restaurant friends. I started making it for them and stuff like that. And then I started selling it to my distributors, my, my two uh, restaurant distributors. And lo and behold, a few years later, I got a 30,000 square foot warehouse and was selling uh, all kinds of oil. I got the oil bug. And now we're in like uh, 15, 16 states. We're all over the place. And... Uh, I sell all kinds of oil. I get all kinds of extra virgin olive oil in. And, I'll, and when my wife cooks at home, she she wants Bolivo. And she don't pay for oil. I could bring her anything she wants. I could bring her the best Italian, <laughs> Greek oil. But, you know, when she fries chicken cutlets, she wants Bolivo. When she's, she wants Bolivo. That's how that product started. I was at the Pizza Expo with my mother. We went by your, your booth and we tasted it. And I heard the lady say that it was mixed with vegetable oil. And I said... No, not this. And she said, no, yeah, this is a natural blend between extra virgin olive oil and vegetable oil. I said, there's vegetable oil in this. And she said, yes. I said, I would never would have believed that if you told me that I never would have even guessed it. You cannot taste it, people. I'm telling you, Joe's not kidding when he tells you when you taste it, it is smooth. It's got a, a deep green color to it. It's got that bold olive taste to it. It's even got the consistency 
of like a thicker extra virgin olive oil, but it's got that blend of vegetable oil. How long did you play around to get this right where it's at now? Uh, you know what? It was, uh, I got it somewhere like it fairly decently quickly, but then to really perfect it, uh, it took a while because there's like 3000 different cultivars of olives. Mm. Like, uh, it's like wine. There's, there's so many different grapes. There's so many olives. So the difference between us and other, other companies, oil companies is most companies blend, uh, just for a percentage. Oh, this is 20% extra virgin. This is 10%. This is 50%. They just, that, that's what they do. So what do they do? They go out and they buy the cheapest extra virgin olive oil they can get. Uh, not that it's, it's extra virgin, but they'll get it from Tunisia. They'll get it from here. They'll get it from there. And they'll blend it and they'll meet their, their percentage. And they'll say, here you go. This is your, your 10%, your 20%. But what I do, I do it from a cook standpoint, a, a, a chef standpoint, going back to my grandparents and my parents. You know, when I asked my grandmother how you made something, she just just saying, undeek of this, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Right. I said, what's well, a little bit? Of you'll know when it's right. You'll taste it. You'll know when it's right. There's no measurement. So what we do the same approach here, because it's a natural product, it's like a tomato. Sometimes you get a tomato, it's so flavorful. So Sometimes you get it, it tastes like a potato. There's no different with olives. So we look, we blend for a flavor profile. We use oil from Greece. We use oil from Spain. We use oil from, from Italy. So, and, and the, so we do that and palm, we, we do that. So we get the color we want. And then we try to get a little, a uh, little fruity fragrance and we try to get a little bit. So we try to balance it. So at the end of the day, we get the right product. If it takes a little bit more, sometimes extra virgin takes a little bit more, if it takes a little less, but we try to keep the flavor profile consistent. And, you know, it's, it's challenging at times, sometimes a good crop, sometimes a bad crop, but we, you know, and we try to balance costs because at the end of the day, you know, food service business, business is half of it, you know, right. It's food, it's service and it's business. And you have to be able to hit all those marks if you want to be successful. Listeners, if you're familiar with extra virgin olive oil, or you're one of those people that have three different extra virgin olive oils, one for marinating, one for baking, one for frying, Believo, you can use it to pan fry, you can bake with it, you can marinate, you can put it on top of your pizzas, you can use it in salad dressings. It's a best multi-purpose oil out there. Go to Believo.com, that's Believo.com. I'm going to put a link in the show notes. You can even get a free sample of it. And as you said, it's a solution for restaurants, Joe, but not just from a cost standpoint, but also from a performance standpoint. So you've kind of hit like the holy grail of home run with this oil. Yeah, so like, it, it, you know what, it's like, it, it just keeps. So I had a guy that owned a, a Santa Maria in Brooklyn. He said, listen, I have a, a, another problem with oil. I said, what's your problem? He said, uh, when I make a seafood salad, he goes, I charge people twenty five dollars a pound. But I, uh, I want to give them good oil. But if I put the extra virgin olive oil in it and I put it in the refrigerator, it gets like a lump of grease. And then when I get, put them in the, the dish and they put it in their car in the Mercedes and they got oil, they curse me out when I do it. But I, I don't want to give him soybean oil. What am I going to do? So we we worked with it. We worked with it. We worked with it where we got it. So it doesn't congeal as 100% extra virgin olive oil. So it, it outperforms there. And, you know, I'm not going to tell you or anybody that there is one olive oil or one oil that 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 hits all the marks in, in, in a place, in a restaurant. You can't. You need multiple oils. But. If you put a gun to my head and you said, listen, you only have to use one oil, pick one oil, the only oil you could use, 
it would be Believo. And it's not because it's 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 my product. Because Believo, you could pour it out on a dish on a table like you tried it at the food show. People could use it, dip their bread in it. You put some salt, pepper, in lieu of butter. You could pan fry with it. You could make like a linguine with garlic and oil. You could pan fry a chicken. You could use it as a finishing oil on like a Dover sole. You could fry a meatball in it. You could roast in it. You could do everything if you had. But extra virgin olive oil, you couldn't do that. And soybean oil and fry oil, you couldn't do that. You couldn't put it on the table and you couldn't fry with it. So it is that's it is the best multi-purpose oil you could use. And you can give your, your customers and your family, like I, I eat my restaurant all day long. My, my, my kids come in there. My neighbor's kids come in there. I can't with a conscience give them something that I know is unhealthy or it's mislabeled. Uh, you know, if a kid comes into my restaurant and says, you know, hey, I got my little brother here and he's allergic to soybean. Is there any soybean in that? And some 18-year-old kid behind the counter goes, gets the can and says, no, it says extra virgin. You're good. And the kid gets sick. You have to live with that. Mm-hmm. So what we put on the label in the can is on the can. We're FDA registered facility. We do that. A lot of problems with these scam oils and stuff like that. When I go around, people say, oh, I buy this oil. I pay $40 a case. I say it's, it's, it's a scam oil. No, how do you know? I know by the price because you just can't buy extra virgin olive oil like that. It's like, you know, you're fooling yourself. It's like paying, you know, $14,000 for a car, but it has a, you know, a Mercedes emblem on it. It's not a Mercedes. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, just, it just doesn't work that way. Joe, what did you discover when you started using this product as you were putting it together? Did you right away realize that it was outperforming extra virgin olive oil or did you try it with so many different things and go, man, this is, this is working with every way I try to use it? Well, you know what? At, at, at first I said to myself, you know what? Let me just do side-by-side comparisons. And I, I, I put two trays in the oven of, let's say, portobello mushrooms and I put them in there and, I, and I'm watching them and I see them smoking um, um, you know, doing a grandma pizza, like one of the, one of the, uh, another advantage is it has a milder flavor profile than extra virgin olive oil. And people in Italy, they, they, they appreciate that here. People in America, they don't like that burn in the back of their throat and stuff like that. Uh, they want the taste of olive. So if you, if you're doing like a grandma pizza or you're doing something that had like a, a caprese salad, just fresh Buffalo mozzarella on a table, and you're pouring a, a really like aggressive olive oil on it, it, it takes from it. If you're getting a, a, a grandma pizza, like saying you're sprinkling some olive oil on top, if you're using Believo, it has a nice mild flavor profile. It's not real greasy, like if you're putting, you know, like soybean oil and stuff on that. So it does, it does outperform it there. I noticed that. I noticed my customers telling me when I would give them comparison, a real extra virgin and Capizzi, they would say, I, and, and, uh, uh, Believe it, they would say, oh, I like this one better. It's sweeter. This one's more harsh. They don't understand. They don't know. And then I said, you know what? I'm a little biased. I invented the product. I did the product. I work with it. Let me get some honest opinions from, from my peers, other restaurateurs that I know. And I would give it to them. And I gave it to some famous chefs. too. I said, what do you think? What do you think? And they loved it. They, 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 they loved it. They said, it's great. Let me get some of this. Let me get some of this. And that's how I started. I didn't start where I was going to make something and sell it to a lot of people. I didn't do that. I just, I just started making it for myself, showing it to my, my peers and what do you think about this? Other restaurants, my cousins in the business. And then I started selling to them and I wasn't going to drive around to trucks. So I bought a little machine, a hand machine and we canned to it, you know, 
two cans at a time and we put it in the pack, me and my son, and I, I sold it to my distributor. And before you know it, it just got, you know, it just took off. You said you're in 16 states and it continues to grow. Are yes. you looking for distributors then to get it across the complete United States? Not, so when we did the, uh, the show in Vegas, everybody that tasted it loved it and wanted to know where they could get it. Unfortunately, we don't have uh, a distributor on the West Coast. Uh, we have distributors here that do the whole East Coast from Florida to Maine. All, uh, now, nobody goes on the West Coast. We have one distributor that wants to carry it on the West Coast. But uh, what happened was when I first, my, my, my distributor that, that that's taking it now, one of my main distributors, when he first took it, he said, I'll take it, but don't sell it to my competition. This guy. So I said, you got my word. I won't sell it to, I won't sell to your competition. I was just happy. That was 10 years ago. And now that seems to be the only guy that wants to take it for me, of course, <laughs> to the West side, whether he wants to do it because he wants to get even with his competition. But I gave the guy my word and it, it, sometimes, you know, it hurts to do the right thing, but you got to do it anyhow. Yeah, this I, guy I, gave me a chance when I wasn't selling to anybody. So I'm going to respect what I told him. Completely understand. Go to Believo.com. I'm going to put a link in the show notes. You have to try this product. I'm telling you, once you try it, you'll believe just as Joe is telling you. It is great stuff. Joe, anything else about the product you but, want my but, listeners yeah, to wait, hear? Now, let's, it's not life-changing. People, when you tell them this, like, oh, my God, they're expecting so much. It's oil. <laughs> it's oil that's very good at a very good price, and you could beat it up in the kitchen. You could do what you want with it. You could try it. And if anybody out there ever buys a bottle or a can or a case, whatever you buy, and you don't like it for any reason, I'll give you your money back. I don't want, I don't want, you know, I don't want people to be unhappy. There you go. We're, we're a small company and that's just the way we do things. Joe, man, I appreciate some time coming on and talking about the product and the oil. And uh, let's, let's, let's see if we can't uh, help maybe find a different distributor to get it out this way into the Vegas yeah, area. Yeah, do that, that'll be great. That'll be a big help. You, know? <laughs> you got it. Talking to you. you too. Listeners, make sure you join the exclusive Before the Lights members group. Click the link in the show notes. It's only $7.99 a month, and it includes private Zoom calls with my former guest, one-of-a-kind poker chip, extra content, and more. It's your way to support the show. That's going to do it for this episode of Before the Lights. I'm Tommy Canale, and until next time, everybody, a salute, a chin-chin. 